What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Josh Squared, the most misadventure-filled podcast this side of the Mississippi. I'm Miller. And I'm Gregor. And we have an interesting day to talk about today. Gregor, would you like to start? Uh, sure, yeah, I guess I can. So, this morning we woke up at, um, well, Josh... Six o'clock. At six. Me, kind of not... (laughs) Yeah, I had to get your butt up. Yeah, you turned on the light and everything. I think I, like, spazzed out. (laughs) I was like, ah, the sun! (laughs) Just a bit, yeah. Um, for those, uh, who don't know, I hate light, especially if it's light that's waking me up. Um, Neither of us are morning people. Yeah, but Josh was able to get up better than I. (laughs) I'm usually able to force myself awake because for the first few semesters of college, I had to force myself to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning because my classes typically started at 8. So, yeah, had to get there fast. Mm. Yeah, most of my classes were like at 9, but we still got there at like 8 o'clock every day just to get a parking space at Towson. Mm. Anywho, um... Yeah, so we got up at 6 and went straight for the Painted Desert. Um, the Painted Desert is essentially a place full of clay. <laughs> dry, dry clay. <laughs> it's not It's not the Sahara by any means. The, the sand there is cracked. It is like hardened clay. Yeah, except when you step on it, it turns to dust underneath your feet, and you're just like, oh, frick, there goes the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't there ground underneath my feet? Oh, no, I appear to be falling. Yeah, oh, I appear to be sinking into the ground. We got a lot of dirt and stuff in our shoes. Yeah, and unfortunately, I got a lot of it in my socks as well, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, he was wearing ankle socks. My socks were tube socks, so they came up to, like, almost my knees. I don't think the height of the sock is the problem. It's how fine those dust particles are. Mm, maybe. I guess it can be, like, half and half, I guess. Okay, maybe. Because, like, like they were fine, but, like, my sock is, like, kind of stretched out. I guess, so. if, I guess if it's woven tightly enough. Yeah. Anyway. So, we had some pretty spectacular views after walking out into the desert in order to get a better view of it. We started our trek down from one of the viewing areas, and nearly fell over several times both of us because it is steep and thanks to the dust-like quality of the sand whenever you step on it it is slippery yeah like the ground just moves underneath oh yeah you. more often than not we had to slide down as if we were snowboarding yeah like when i was going down I, it was i wouldn't say snowboarding for me more like um i don't know the best way i can like compare it to is like when you're kicking laundry down the stairs and you just kind of ride the laundry uh, that you're kicking up like it's a big pile and you just kind of like slowly like kick it down and you're like going on it yeah, yeah that's yeah. how it felt to me um at least you came like when i went down first you were like coming behind me like a freaking train you're like go away <laughs> i had a lot of momentum i had to i was either crash into you or warn you what would you have preferred i do warn me <laughs> you're welcome then yeah, because I didn't expect you to come down like that quickly after me, because like, I was like, oh, look at this, like, I'm sinking into the sand, I'm moving, or clay, I guess. Sinking well, it was clay. it was either that, or fall backwards and slide on my butt down the slope, and that didn't seem like the preferable alternative. Yeah, you would have uh, a red butt mark on your <laughs> pants by now. I probably wouldn't be sitting in this chair as comfortably as I am. Yeah. 
Also, like, your car would have had dust all over the place. Oh, yeah, that would have been a sight to see. Mm. I would have had to, you would have had to drive us, and I would have been on the roof of the car. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Just hang on. Ah! Roll down the window so I have a, so I have a handhold, please. Uh, fighting chance. <laughs> just, just give me, just give me a chance here. <laughs> yeah. But, um, beyond that, like, um, there was, like, this museum at the place. Sadly, we couldn't go into it because of COVID. It was locked. Mm. Uh, that was unfortunate. But there was a view nearby that we did go to, and that was probably the one we spent the second longest time there. The rest of them, we were there for only a few minutes there, mostly because I was waiting on him to uh, get to where I was. So I spent there just kind of chatting with a couple of the other people that were there, uh, offering to take that, take photos for them, which they were very happy to let me do. And then, yeah, I just kind of stood out there on the edge and waited for him to come home, come, yeah. uh, to come to where I was. Yeah, so uh, for a little bit, uh, we're going to explain one of my misadventures and why I hate Carlos Jr. Oh, please don't go into detail. On we're that. not going to go into detail, like too deep detail. Let's just say that it messes with my intestines in a way I do not like it. I think that might already be pushing it. It's pushing it, but not going overboard, you know? <laughs> so, so you with say... that information, imagine as you will. Uh, I do not like Carlos Jr. I have not had it in years, and I forgot the reason why I don't like Carlos Jr., is because of that very same reason. Um, yeah. He, he can blame me for this one. I was kind of the one who suggested it in the first place. Yeah, I'm not going to blame you. I, I was would. the idiot who still got stuff there. Yeah, I would blame me if I were you. Eh, I'm not going to. Um, right, so that was the thing. Uh, that was, like I guess, like our first misadventure of the day. At least for me. For you, yes. And then the misadventure later that day came several hours after we left the Painted Desert and tried and failed spectacularly to find the wave that is on the Arizona-Utah border in the Vermilion Cliffs. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll explain this because, um, like, even though Josh, like, drove us to the visitor center, which is, albeit an hour away from the actual wave. So yeah, that one's on me. Yeah, so he drove us to the visitor center, uh, and apparently you need, like, um, whatchamacallit, a... Hiking permit. Yeah, you need a hiking permit to actually go to the wave, because, like, apparently they only let 20 people go per day. There are always 10 walk-ins, but you have to be a walk-in there early. Um, but yeah, that's just information. If you ever want to see the wave... Buy a hiking permit a couple months in advance, uh, and make sure you're in that place at that time that you specified. Um, so sadly, we did not get to see the wave. However, this is where the misadventure truly begins. Uh, so we got to that visitor center, and like we kind of switched because like we needed some gas, and while Josh was tired, I was not tired. I wanted to keep going, so... Um, I took over the driving, and I started driving towards wherever the wave supposedly was. Um, so for 30 minutes, Josh was out while I was awake. Um, and then I had to turn onto this road. Uh, this road was similar to that uh, road that we talked about um, to, like, off the beaten path, path um, campsite. 
The one that was too bumpy for its own good. Yeah. Uh, this one was also too bumpy for its own good, but I took it a little bit faster than I think Josh took the other one. Or rather too bumpy for our own good. Yeah. So when I <clears throat> was turning onto that road, I had to brake rather hard because the road kind of came out of nowhere, and Miller woke up. <clears throat> so I turned onto that road, and like I'm going like 20 to 25 miles per hour because the speed limit was 25. Uh, it's just like... <laughs> and the car just like vibrating all over the place. Uh, you probably heard... Some of those sounds um, earlier in the podcast at the very beginning. At least if we did the editing correctly. I mean, me do the editing correctly. Oh, let me feel like I'm part of the process. You are. You're part of, like, the recording. Yeah. (laughs) You are quite part of the process. And so... Um, my experience was just like holding onto this wheel. I feel very stabilized. Josh was like, "Whoa, man! Like this car is like super shaky." Like, how about you explain like what you were feeling when I was driving? It was sort of like going through a slow roller coaster that had a lot of sudden twists and turns, and it kind of moved up and down and side to side. I don't know if I, I know you guys can't see what I'm doing with my hands here, but um, basically, consider that you're going forward, and while you're doing the car sort of tips left and right on a central axis back and forth at a very sporadic random rate and would you it does so in very short bursts would you compare it similar to a wooden roller coaster i would though a lot less extreme in terms of the g-forces yeah so for those of you who have uh ridden um a uh, wooden roller coaster. They're rickety. Yeah. Uh, they're rickety and they go... <laughs> they shake you up a lot, but... Uh, just imagine a wooden roller coaster, but with a lot less G-forces. Um, when I first went on this road, apparently there was a lot of, like, silt on the ground. Or, like, really soft dirt. Because, like, this was not paved by any means. I mean, maybe it was once paved, but they just let it go to crap. <laughs> I don't think there was any pavement on there at all. Yeah. But anyway, some of the ground was, like, really, really soft. And so it was kind of like hydroplaning, but on dirt. Um, Dust planing, if you will. Yeah. And that's because I didn't have the Jeep in uh, four-wheel drive until later uh, that we went up this, like, hill that was, like, (laughs) really steep. And I was like, man, I feel like I'm flying here. Just um, felt like I was, like, in a plane going up towards the sky, except I was in a vehicle on this rickety ground. (laughs) Let's not do that again anytime soon. <laughs> I would like my shocks to last at least until we get home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like that too. <laughs> so no, we did not go to the wave. But we did have fun at least trying to get there. And of course we did uh, mess around in seeing what was around us, to taking photos. And this guy, because I was talking to my parents, uh, telling them some... Uh, pertinent information, which, for the sake of my my own reputation, I will not be revealing on this podcast. If anyone wants to DM me, DM me and ask questions, I'll go into as much detail as I would like. But basically, I was talking to them, and he just wanted to get out of the car and walk for a little bit. So he got you got further than I expected you to. Really? Yeah, I didn't. <coughs> Excuse me. You uh, got maybe fifth of a mile away from me. Really? Yeah, that's at least that's what it felt like. That was like in two minutes. 
or less. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that far. Maybe, maybe it just felt like it was further because I was going so slowly and because it was such a rickety ride. Yeah. But anyway, he took a video basically explaining that we didn't find the Painted Desert. We looked around the place both to find... I'm sorry, we didn't go to the wave. We didn't, we didn't find the wave. So he got out explaining that we didn't find the wave and basically explained that we looked around both to find it and to explore the surroundings a little bit. Yeah, because I was like, man, I uh, can't really... Uh find uh, the painted desert however i was like saying like oh it's behind these mountains now the wave the wave yeah i was like explaining like the oh, frick did i say painted desert <laughs> you did i did oh I, my god i put the idea in his head i'm sorry folks uh, anyways i was saying like we couldn't find the wave because it's behind these mountains because like the thing was saying like oh it's behind these mountains look at the mountains i'm like yeah we're not climbing over that it's nice to look at though it's very pretty and cool to look at but beyond that, I was like, no. It's um, not happening. You will see that on uh, my Instagram posted today. Maybe for you, you might see it later. I hope you'll find it and like it and just know that we tried to find uh, the wave. <laughs> and unfortunately failed spectacularly. But we had fun trying. Oh, yes. I should also mention that this podcast is now on Spotify. Um, just as a little side note... Uh, I uh, added a link on the RSS page to the uh, Spotify page that you can go to and watch it slash listen to it there, whatever you do. Not watch. You can't watch. Spotify doesn't have video. But you can listen to it there and enjoy uh, the rest of the episodes that we will continue to post. Uh, or you can continue listening on the RSS page. You know, whatever tickles your fancy. Have fun listening to us in your car and wishing to yourselves, oh, God, why did I start listening to these idiots? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call us complete idiots, but we're close. Given all the things that we've mentioned on this podcast and some of the things that we haven't. <laughs> some of the things that we'll never talk about. No, not on, not at least not in a recorded fashion. No. <laughs> there he goes with the Australian again. I look here. <laughs> okay, so this has been a thing that Josh has been on me about for this like entire trip. Is that I don't know why this is like hard ingrained in me, but I I know how to say the word no in the American accent, which is straight up no, no, and no. However, when I say it. Um, out of just like quickness, I go no or no. Uh, I say it a little bit differently. He no. says he says it like he's from Queensland of all places in Australia. Yeah, I'm like no, dude. Like like Naru. 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 And for the life of me, I can't figure out why he does it or even how it got started because I know he can say no with an American accent, but that's the only thing he says as if he's from Australia, and neither one of us can figure out why. Like, I don't even know. Maybe it's because I, I watched um, Doctor Who, and, like, I was... I did watch Doctor Who in the past. That would make more sense if Doctor Who was Australian. That he's British. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know. I um, tried to <coughs> mimic it, and then, like, I found out with the Australian accent, <laughs> and, and, like, I can't get it right. So. Now, if you said Crocodile Hunter instead of Doctor Who, that would have made a lot more sense. Crikey! Look at this <laughs> crocodile over here. I'm going to poke it with a stick. <laughs> Somewhere Steve Irwin is turning in his grave. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know Crocodile Hunter is, definitely look it up. Oh, yeah. 
huge shout out. It's a it's a childhood. It's my childhood. Steve Irwin was one of my biggest inspirations in trying to learn about animals, and I think I speak for everyone who watched and enjoyed his show that he really did inspire a generation. Mm-hmm. And so, for that, I will always owe him a debt of gratitude. I wish I could have met him. Yeah, so um, may he rest in peace. But yeah, there's just a little shout out to Steve Irwin and that little show. Please check it out. Definitely. If, if there's one silver lining that, to come out of his death, at least his son and daughter are still carrying on his legacy. His son especially, given that he practically runs the zoo. Yeah. So, where were we? That's a good question. <laughs> we got so sidetracked so hard. Uh, wave, Painted Desert Trail. Uh, right. you, were, you picking me up. That's where we're Right, 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 right. So I go over to him. Not Painted Desert, Wave. Wave. <laughs> so I drive over to him. He's on the passenger side of the vehicle. And just as he's about to reach for the handle, I drive, o- I drive away just a few feet just to mess with him. <laughs> and then proceed to do that maybe two more times you did do it two more times i'm like you jerk <laughs> i was like you're so mean <laughs> i've always wanted to pull that prank on someone and this was the perfect opportunity i'm just like oh sweet and so like drives a little bit forward i'm like okay he walks up gets closer tries to do it again drives forward i'm like okay fine so i start running and he drives more i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> I, I thought for a brief second about rolling down the window and i said what are you doing i want to get to the hotel get in the car just to be even more of a jerk to him and i'm like no nah, i'll save that for another time i would have smacked you <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you <laughs> now now the next time this opportunity comes around i definitely have to do that yeah i, I probably more or less would have just been like i'm trying to help let's get there by getting in the car so stop <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have such fun. Yeah. Oh, one little uh, side bit. Uh, when I was actually driving, I went full tilt into sarcastic mockery. Oh, yeah. he. Um, when, when we found out that we needed a hiking permit to get there, he just went off when we were going on that rough road. And anytime, anytime <laughs> someone was driving in a car past us or when we had finally caught up to other cars driving in the same direction in front of us, he mocked all of them relentlessly. And it was the funniest thing I've seen all day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know what possessed me, but I was just like, oh, look at this. Another car. <laughs> Shocker. I'm going to just chalk it up to the fact that you were angry and leave it there. I was just like in some kind of mood. I was bored out of my mind. Bored, and you were just so done with everything, I think, on this crazy trip. Yeah, plus, like, with uh, the crap in Arizona. Oh, uh, yeah, that and one. Which we will leave to your great imagination as to what happened. Put it to you this way. I am fully done with that state. Yeah. Um, we don't like Arizona. <laughs> I certainly don't. Um, Arizona, you're pretty... But that's about it. It's not Phoenix, though. Phoenix is, I don't know. It, it's a weird city because it's really big and flat. I don't think I... Did we ever see, like, a, any building over three stories in Phoenix? Not that I can recall. Yeah, I can't think of anyone either. Anyways. Um, yeah. So... <coughs> 
that was like a little side note. And then we got to this hotel, which we booked yesterday. Um, apparently getting here uh, was pretty easy. And like the hotel from the outside looks kind of bougie, not going to lie. Like, wouldn't you say? Uh, for the price we got it, which was remarkably cheap, and for the fact that this is a three-star hotel, I have to agree with you. Yeah. We paid $68. Again, uh, shout, shout out to Hotwire, one of the best places out there. Feel free to sponsor us. Sponsor me, please. Give me money. <laughs> I am giving you free advertisement. Come on, sponsor me. Um, <laughs> but we need yeah. to get this podcast out to more people. <laughs> Trying. Anyways, um, where was I? Right, Hotwire. <laughs> Hotwire is a great uh, website in order to get cheap hotel prices, um, basically on the spot if need be. You can find great deals for the day, all the way down to $49 was the lowest I've seen, all the way up to 130 Not that you would go that far, but it's there. From now on, we're just going to warn you that we're sponsored by Hotwire or that this has an advertisement for something that we have used to great effect on this trip, just so you can expect it. Yeah. Man, that sounded almost professional as like an advertisement. <laughs> hey, Hotwire, if you're listening, sponsor us. Just like call me (laughs) (laughs) anyway i think we've about covered the day uh do we i don't think there's anything left to add here do you um i can't really think of anything Hmm. so what is today day 11 or 12 this is day 11 is it it is day 11 of our trip and it is monday june 28th 2021 cool stuff so thanks for listening in i've been gregor i've been miller and we'll see you tomorrow tomorrow vegas baby we're going to vegas (laughs) all right we'll see you then see ya